0: AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now, I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact,
0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back. I'm your host, Eves, and you're tuned into This Day in History Class, a show that takes history and squeezes it into bite-sized stories. Today is February 10th, 2020. The day was February 10th, 1996. The IBM computer Deep Blue became the first machine to beat a reigning chess world champion in a regular tournament. Over the years, scientists have turned to chess to test computers' abilities, since the game is challenging but has defined rules. The link between machines and chess goes all the way back to the 18th century, when Hungarian inventor Wolfgang von Kempelen created the Turk, a fake chess-playing machine that was actually operated by a human hiding inside of it. By the 1950s, scientists were putting more serious efforts into researching computer chess playing. Chess computers associate numerical values with the positions of each chess piece using a formula called an evaluation function. The computers use those values to determine the best move to make. After years of researchers developing chess playing hardware, computers were still not able to beat human chess players. But advances in custom chip technology eventually allowed computers to do faster and deeper searching. In 1985, a graduate student at a Carnegie Mellon University named Feng Xiang Shu began working on a chess-playing machine called Chip Test. After Chip Test came Deep Thought, another computer made to play chess. Shu, along with some of his classmates, worked on the team that developed Deep Thought. Deep Thought could process 720,000 moves per second. It was the first computer to beat a grand master in a regular tournament game. It also won the 1989 World Computer Chess Championship, an event where chess engines compete against one another. IBM Research hired some of the Carnegie Mellon researchers to work on a successor to Deep Thought. IBM Research is the innovation arm of IBM, an American technology company. At IBM, the researchers were joined by other computer scientists, including Jerry Brody and CJ Tan. They called the computer chess-playing system they were working on Deep Blue. Deep Blue went up against Garry Kasparov, a Russian chess grandmaster and world chess champion, in 1996 at a tournament in Philadelphia. On February 10, 1996, Deep Blue won the opening game of the match, making it the first machine to win a chess game against a reigning chess world champion under regular tournament time controls. But in the following five games of the match, Deep Blue either lost or drew, and Kasparov ended up winning the match. At that point, Deep Blue could analyze 100 million moves per second, but that was not enough to beat human skill and strategy. So the IBM team upgraded Deep Blue to a system unofficially called Deeper Blue. They created a 30 processor supercomputer with 480 custom integrated circuits that were designed to play chess. The computer could evaluate around 200 million moves per second. This new version of Deep Blue got a rematch against Kasparov in New York City in May of 1997. In this six game match, Deep Blue defeated Kasparov in the deciding sixth game, winning three and a half to two and a half. Kasparov and other chess masters pinned the defeat on a single unexpected move that confused Kasparov. The match got a lot of media attention and put high-powered computing on the world's stage. Though Deep Blue was eventually retired, it inspired later computers, and researchers applied its architecture to financial modeling, data mining, and molecular dynamics. Years after the 1997 match, one of the computer scientists who designed Deep Blue, Murray Campbell, said the infamous unexpected move the computer made was the result of a bug in the computer's software. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Feel free to share your thoughts or your innermost feelings with us and with other listeners on social media at TDIH. Podcast. We also accept electronic letters at this day at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Hi, checking in for...
0: Or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you?